Hey y'all, before we begin, I want to make sure you know about my live parent workshops. One Friday a month, I host a live virtual parent workshop on topics related to raising neurodivergent kids and teens. We cover topics like how to talk to your child about their diagnosis, how to support negative self-talk, and navigating school for your child. You can register for workshops one at a time, or you can become an all-access subscriber on Substack for instant access to all the workshops and replays. To browse the workshop library and subscribe, go to learnwithdremily.substack.com and click Parent Workshops. Hey y'all, before we begin, if you're a school administrator who loves watching your teachers and students thrive, but you feel your staff needs more training to meet the needs of such a diverse group of learners, I am here for you. I am now offering professional development for pre-K through 8th grade educators, both in-person and virtually. For more information about pricing and scheduling, go to learnwithdremily.com schools to get started. Welcome to Learn with Dr. Emily, the podcast where parents and teachers come together for neurodivergent youth. I'm your host, Dr. Emily King, child psychologist and former school psychologist, and I am on a mission to help everyone understand that nurturing neurodivergent children isn't about changing them, but about changing us. Each week, I share my thoughts on topics related to child development, mental health, parenting, education, and parent-teacher collaboration. You can read more on my Substack at learnwithdremily.substack.com or listen here. So let's get started with today's topic. Hey y'all, in today's podcast, I want to dive into why school is so hard for neurodivergent students and the messages and feedback that I get from teachers on what they need to make school better for our students. This topic is always on my mind this time of year as we go into testing season which, as we all know, if you're listening to this podcast, you have a child in your life that testing probably does not work for. Um, My high school student is taking exams for the first time right now, and my third grader is taking end-of-grade tests for the first time right now. So it's very much on my mind that my kids are being asked to complete these tests, and some of the questions are not going to tap in to their knowledge of other things. Some of the questions are not going to be formatted in a way that my kids are going to be able to explain what they know. And this is true too for many of the clients I work with in my psychology practice. So if you're a parent listening to this, feeling anxiety about testing week, just know that these evaluations started from a place of monitoring student progress. But Brains are not linear. Brains are not standardized. And there will always be limitations to what any test can measure, whether we're neurodivergent or neurotypical. So keep that in mind as we're going through why school is hard in general, but I know it's feeling extra hard this week because of all the weeks of the school year, I would say this is the week where school feels the most mismatched with the neurodivergent brain. So taking a step back, I wanted to talk a little bit more about what school was like for me growing up. And then if you want a deeper dive into this, of course, go back and listen to the podcast where I talk about what school is like for me or read that um, Substack blog from a few weeks ago. But 
As a girl growing up in North Carolina, I always wanted to be a teacher. My mom was a teacher, my aunt was a teacher, and I just really loved the structure of school. School supplies gave me a thrill, as they do for most educators, and as long as I had an organized pencil box and my trapper keeper, remember those, everything was in order and life was good. I loved school so much, in fact, that after college, I immediately entered graduate school to pursue a PhD in school psychology. At some point along the way, my passion had evolved from teaching students to helping those who struggle to learn within our traditional education system, especially when it comes to figuring out where behavior comes from and how it interferes with learning. I've also come to understand schools from all different angles. I've sat on all sides of the IEP table. I've been a school psychologist. I've been a parent at the IEP table. And as a private psychologist, I have been a professional collaborating with my client's school team. I've watched students' needs continue to evolve over the last 20 years, while our education system has largely remained the same. For many neurodivergent students, school is the hardest part of their life. For some, school is even a traumatic experience filled with too much noise, too little interest, and not enough people who get them. So I'm on a mission to change all of that. Okay, so why is school so hard? It's hard because we're trying to teach an increasingly neurodiverse generation of learners within a standardized system of expectations. They have continued to evolve. We have continued to nurture their strengths and expand all the different ways they access learning outside of the classroom, but our system has not evolved. We really need a system that flexes with the neurodiverse needs of our children. But systems take generations to change. Why? Because we change systems by changing mindsets. The good news here is that we actually don't have to wait for the system to change because we are the system. All systems are made up of people and collaborative relationships among its people who are able to create the change. So let's change the system from the bottom up as we understand, nurture, and celebrate all learners, not just the ones who fit the mold. This isn't about changing the child, it's about changing us. I wanna say hi to all the teachers out there learning with me. Thank you so much for being an educator. I see you and appreciate you and how you keep showing up for our students every single day. In my work as a school psychologist, I know that it helps to have a way to stay organized when thinking about your students' needs. That's why I created two free resources for you. The Regulation Roster helps you notice how your students seek emotional regulation and keep track of it, and the Reframing Behavior Worksheet helps you problem-solve emotional dysregulation when it happens. For these free downloads, go to learnwithdremily.com roster or learnwithdremily.com slash reframingbehavior to get started. I want to welcome any parents who are new to this journey. If your child has just been identified as autistic or diagnosed with ADHD, learning differences, or is twice exceptional, welcome. You are in the right place. You may also be overwhelmed by all the calls and emails you're having to make to providers as you're building your child's team. That's why I created the Referral Tracker, which is a free download at learnwithdremily.com tracker. 
This free resource explains what each provider does and gives you a template to keep track of all your research. Just go to learnwithdremily.com slash tracker to get started. Okay, so how did we get here? Over the years, more and more students are being educated in quote-unquote least restrictive environment in general education, which is what the law in the United States says that they have access to. But what this means is that while it's a good thing for social and emotional and academic progress for kids to be exposed to the least restrictive environment of learning, we risk students being faced with expectations that are too high for them in some areas, which can lead to stress responses, otherwise known as negative classroom behavior. Many teachers tell me they don't know how to support these students' behaviors. Elementary educators may have received one course in classroom management in their education program and feel sufficient to use that at the time of graduation, but now they understand that every single student needs something different to access the standardized curriculum, and they feel they nearly have to become a magician with a degree in child psychology to help students get there. I can no longer watch passionate and gifted educators burn out as they try their best to help students while not receiving enough funding or training to do their job. We all agree that there are systemic barriers we cannot change overnight, but what we can do is better understand the neurodiverse needs of all learners and how the relationships we create with them every day help them access their education. So we have to start by shifting our mindset. I've talked with so many educators this year and ever since we came through COVID school who are ready to shift their mindset from managing classroom behavior to better understanding and connecting with their students. Teachers are ready to better understand students because teachers who feel confident and connected to the purpose of their work create classrooms of confident and connected students. Okay, so here's what teachers tell me they want. They want to better understand the complex learning needs of all students to help them access the standardized curriculum on their own terms. Teachers want to feel more competent in the emotional and mental health needs of students to identify and support a concern before it turns into a behavior that impacts learning. Teachers want to feel more confident in recognizing and responding to their own stress so that they can model emotional regulation for their students. Teachers want to better understand why a student struggles with transitions or engages in power struggles and how to not only respond, but to prevent those stressful moments from happening in the first place. They want to know how to establish trust and foster belonging in students so that they can take ownership of their learning regardless of a student's strengths or needs for support. Teachers want to know how to create a classroom that's the safe place for students to help them take risks, ask for help, and thrive in their learning journey. And teachers want to feel confident in collaborating with parents to better understand student needs to help everyone reach their goals. So while we continue to fight the systemic change from the top down by highlighting curriculum flaws, funding gaps, and education needs of our most vulnerable students, I know that the fastest change will come from teachers on the ground working with students, parents, and colleagues, strengthening understanding, nurturing connection, and fostering engagement one student at a time. 
Over the next few weeks, I'm going to tell you more about the resources that I have for elementary educators as we launch into summer. If you're a parent, you can share these resources with your child's teacher, and if you're a teacher, you can jump right in. Because every classroom is already a neurodiverse classroom, the resources and professional development trainings that I provide throughout the summer are for regular ed teachers, special ed teachers, elementary school administrators, as as well as elementary school psychologists, occupational therapists, speech-language pathologists, and counselors. Basically, if you're in the room problem-solving how to help an elementary student access their education, you are in the right place. Teachers, I want to remind you why you became a teacher in the first place, by reigniting your passion for education. If you're a teacher ready to invest in your students and in yourself, you can learn more by checking out my summer workshops for teachers. This has been Learn with Dr. Emily, the podcast. For more resources, including both parent, teacher, and school resources, visit learnwithdremily.com or read my substack at learnwithdremily.substack.com. Also, we are publishing this podcast weekly, so make sure you're subscribed by pressing the plus, follow, or subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using right now. This podcast is edited by EarFluence. All information discussed on this podcast is for educational purposes only. If you have immediate concerns about your child, please reach out to a mental health or medical professional. I'm Dr. Emily King, and we will keep learning together next week.